0: You're tuned to the Paracasual Destiny Podcast. Episode 47. Well, Happy New Year, everyone. We are back for another episode of the Paracasual Destiny Podcast. The hardcore casual talk for all things Destiny. And um, I got to tell you... It's a, it's a nice, warm winter welcome to the casual players here. And a sincere thank you for tuning in. We broadcast live every other Saturday at 7... Oh, well, it's actually 8 p.m. Eastern Time. That needs to be corrected. New time. and
1: New year, new, new time.
0: New year, new, new time, exactly. And you can find the archived audio wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Time, and I'm here with, well, you just heard her, Romance Girl. How are you? Doing good. Excellent. And, um, of course, the other half of the Texas contingency, Green Stego. How are you doing?
2: Howdy. Howdy. Oh, just, just fine. Just fine.
0: All right. And, of course, with me here in... Chilly northern New England with five inches of snow on the ground. Sallybug, Sallybug, can you hear me?
3: I can hear you loud and clear.
0: All right. Well, I got to tell you, I was looking forward to this because it's been too long. We took sort of took the holiday off, and it seems like it's been a month. Well, it probably has been about a month since our last podcast, right? It has. And um, I got to say, a lot has happened for us. For the game in particular, not a, a whole lot has come out new over the past month, because I'm trying to recall episode 46. We did hit upon, uh, I think the dawning was out, at the, or it was about to come out. And the 30th anniversary might have been here already because I seem to remember talking about a jubilant Winnie, <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> the Star
0: Horse. Star Horse. But, um, so we have some stuff to talk about, and I think I'd hey, like had to.
3: Had we. Yeah. I'm trying to remember, it's been so long. Had, yeah. had we done the. Um dungeon
0: yet.
1: I think you yeah,
3: and, the and I Grasp of did.
0: Avarice, I think we did.
1: We all had we all had dipped our toes in.
3: Yeah,
0: yeah. Right. I'm just looking at uh last episode's notes. Um we talked about the grasp of avarice. And I think Sally, you and mm-hmm. I had done it with Richard by that point. And yep. we we did talk about the Star Horse and Dares of Eternity and the treasure room and um moment, moments of triumph and dawning were not had not landed yet but we we were anticipating it at that time um so i think i'd like to start the conversation off this evening with um some reflection on our dawning experiences our experience with the 2021 Eva Levante cookie baking experience um, did everybody get all their cookies delivered
1: oh, delivered no okay baked, Made, yes.
3: baked
0: yes. yes delivered, delivered. no
1: <laughs>
3: I know for, I mean it's just like
0: <laughs> I
3: think and this is going to be a bit of a spoiler from for um
0: how can you spoil the dawning at this point?
3: We're going to talk about, you know, but something else we were going to talk about. I think had we not had our new consoles, I might not have done all that delivering, but it because it was so snappy.
0: Oh, yeah. It was a little, it was a little oh my gosh, you're right. swallow. I think I could say the same thing. I don't think I would have done it, gotten it done. I just
1: never thought, to. There was no quest or anything, and to, except for the weekly bounty that told me to do it. There was no reminder to, to deliver the cookies. So I just kept forgetting. And oh, I. So they're
0: just sitting also, there. And it's. It was kind of an ahead. insane amount for the Triumphs. Oh, yeah, yeah, it was a lot. Yeah. But yeah. Um, it it also. And they kind of
1: buried it in the Triumphs. Like I, I kept forgetting to check. Mm-hmm. And that's the other
3: thing. I was going to bring that up. The. Um, I'm having a hard time navigating through the triumphs, and I I need to either figure out an easy peasy third party that I can just have up on a tab on my Chromebook, like next to Dim
0: or or something,
3: because you
0: you can remembering to get
3: go into. Triumph screen, and then you have to kind of tab through what you need to tab to get to what. And it took me forever to figure out where the 30th anniversary triumphs were because those are embedded in just the 30th anniversary seal.
1: Yeah, they're they're hiding them. Yeah, (laughs) they're
3: kind
0: of game hides a lot of good stuff.
1: It's a little hidden, but if you find them, it's rewarding.
0: Um, Sallybug, I can show you some yes. some stuff you can do on Dim to manage your triumphs. You can Yeah, I
1: use Dim a lot the,
0: the progress track.
3: I need to go blow my team. nose. I will be right back.
0: Sure. And there's some tr- there's a tracker as well in Dim. I think you can track quite a f- few like up to 5 or something um, in Dim, so that's all you see are the ones that you tracked and you can do your little refresh on your progress as you're as you're grinding through them um i want to say while she's blowing her nose (laughs) um i thought there were a lot of subtle things about this past dawning that made it stand out as probably one of the best ones and it's a testament to how they are settling into these seasonal events the, the, the live team or whoever works on these things to distinct, you know, have something traditional and familiar and rewarding for people who did it the previous year or previous years. But at the same time, adding some new stuff as well to it. And I thought that was perfectly balanced for me anyway. And I was honestly sad to see it go because I had so much fun with the snowball mechanic both in strikes and in the perdition loss sector where you could grind out your snowball kills um very
1: satisfying
0: very satisfying and I got really good at it, it they made it so that you could actually just be th- like almost like elf throwing the snowballs one after another really fast it was kind of, <laughs> it was like really cool to to sort of figure that out i was like this is cool um, well, and, and
3: I actually got a complete, a master law sector solo triumph thanks to those snowballs. Yeah. I don't think I'd be able to do it, it was like kind
0: without of, it. Yeah. It was their little gift it to us casuals, nice. right? Yes. Um, and also the, the the fact that they uh, gave the ship from last year, the previous year, a perk that gave you a little um, head start on getting some dro- extra drops. I thought that was really cool because it rewarded veteran players. Not only with the ship perk, if you could go into your collections, pull it out, it had you know it was there, and um, mm-hmm. recipe completion was done for you as well. And then, of course, they there was the quality of life. Thing where you didn't have to go to a third party or, or a thir- spreadsheet or something just to get recipes, right? right? I did I did miss the burnt cookies. What were those called again? <laughs> again.
2: Burnt transit.
1: Burnt edge transit.
0: Burnt edge transit. Yeah. Yeah. Of edge course, the transit. joke wouldn't have, it would have fallen flat. It because, wouldn't have
1: translated.
3: Right. Yeah.
0: Because that's a sort of a, um, what do you call it? It's
3: a sunset.
0: Sunset. I almost said they, could have, I joke.
3: They, they could have easily put something else in there as like a little bit of a joke cookie, but.
0: And I thought the two quests were really great. Actually, they were kind of fun. And I, I'm always I mean, the one thing we did miss this year was the the extensive lore but just the reactions to the NPCs when you gave them a cookie. Some of the reactions were, some of the text was was delightful. I'll say. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. The miss
3: the lore. There was a there was a little like if I remember right, there was kind of like some fun lore. I remember talking about it last year. Um, that went along with the dawning. There was like a the whole Eva Levante story.
0: Hmm. Yeah, um, there was some extensive. Know, of, yeah, there was a
1: lot of uh, writing in the quests, though. Exactly, right. that's true. Like the quests were really rounded out in the the writing, and it was it was similar to the type of story you would get in those Dawning lore ships.
0: Hmm. Um. So, also- those
3: were very sweet stories.
0: Oh yes. yeah, they were tear both, both of them
3: were were awesome
0: uh, stories. I was crying, yeah, baking, crying my eyes out,
2: baking laughing, for the crying, crying and then amazing. laughing again. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, I, I I could go on. I'm I'm gonna go on. The bounties that they gave you uh, those cookie bounties that gave you bright dust, ten bright dust to pop. I mean. You could just grind those and get the uh, emote or ornament or, you know, whatever from the
1: the Christmas light sparrow. And then I think, um, a (sighs) projection, a Christmas projection.
0: Yeah. I Yeah,
1: I... I earned the brightness back by the end of the dawning. I know. I want to say that the, as,
3: as usual, the aesthetics and, um, the things that you could buy, I did the same thing. I kind of splurged on an armor set, which I don't usually do. But, you know, same with me, Romance Girl. I just was able to get a good most of it back um, by just baking a lot of cookies. (laughs) Right.
0: There was a glimmer to Bright Dust conversion, the most generous conversion I think they've ever offered in game. Um, it for,
1: doesn't seem like a lot—only ten bright dust per cookie—but oh, does it add up?
0: Right, <laughs> right. And, and it and it is expensive. I mean, that's three thousand glimmer per bounty, right? But if yeah, you're, right, but if you're going, if you're putting on your um, you know, your treasure pr- hunter, treasure hunter, and glimmer booster, um, get it back, ghost, so quick. Yeah, you just go to the you know cosmodrome and get it back and. 15 minutes. Yeah, that's
3: been your kind of go-to place. Like I yeah, used to I went to the lately. moon for the longest time. I would do the um sorrows. What's it? Co- what's it called again?
0: <laughs> Altar of Sorrows.
3: Altar of Sorrows. Yeah. Um it mm-hmm. doesn't take long. You do that, there's just glimmer galore, yeah. especially like if you put on what you, what it's called Rainmaker, I think. Yeah. You put that rainmaker on, and you've got so many close contact hits that are going on wherever you just like to do kind of your your Um, basic farming. One of the things I was going to say as well with the dawning was I found it to be very casual friendly because I was very caught up in just family festivities and prepping the house pokemon. and and <laughs> not to mention pokemon exactly <laughs> so, so, uh, another game another console kind of <laughs> grabbed me for a while and um it's like i don't know it's still you know the weekend before it was gonna go away i was like i to see it, what whether I can get all these triumphs done and I was able to do it and it wasn't really that hard so again once again very kind of casual friendly mm-hmm. and, and it's not like you got a ton for just like getting all the triumphs it's just almost like an accomplishment as opposed to like feeling the need to get it done Right. I've got a ton now. I have all those glaciochasms in my vault, and I have to decide which one I should actually keep.
0: Hmm. Um. Yeah. The okay. So that was the other thing. Um. I I was gonna say the armor ornaments were some of my favorite that they've had for the dong. They're all great for me. I, I really am a fan of the aesthetic. But the weapon offering was really good this year maybe not so much the weapons themselves but the perk sets that could roll with them seemed very significantly fun and effective you had your cold front glacioclasm, avalanche and zephyr sword they had introduced the stasis sword which i was having fun with right um, and very then satisfying to yeah.
3: very satisfying, Spice. especially if you get the what is it called cold steel or something perk where sure. it does slow the enemies? Yeah, so much fun, yeah, exactly.
0: Great, it's so good, right. so
3: good. Yep, I kind of went on my um stasis build, I built off of stego stasis. Yeah, you build could have and, the
0: auger in your primary slot and then go for that's that exactly what
3: i had Holy so you cow. just like basically had stasis all around the only thing that wasn't stasis was the energy
0: stasis blocks. wells dropping so. everywhere yeah Yep. good deal um so yeah that's Some i stuff. just wanted to to you know express my great satisfaction Gatitude? yeah and gratitude as well sure for what they did, um, the team team did really well, as far as I'm concerned, with the dawning this year.
3: I did buy the... Um, I also bought the um, Christmas lights, Sparrow, mm-hmm. an ornament set. Did anyone else get anything else from the Eververse offerings?
0: I just bought the ornaments. Yeah, I, um, the armor set. I, I wanted to get that emote the one that's on the screen with the that had the penguin but uh, I never did I don't know I'm too stingy with my bright dust um, I wa- I almost got the Polar Express because it looked cool but I don't know I didn't maybe do next
1: it. year yeah
0: we'll see um
3: yeah, I, I was like, I don't know. I, I, I'm l- i weird about the the, um, the emotes these days. And like, uh, do I really want to get them? Because like, they're going to come and go.
0: You get tired of them after a little bit, yeah, bit too.
3: But I did pull out my gift-giving one from previous awnings, as well as... My favorite because it just reminds me of myself, of the slipping on the ice one.
0: Oh, yeah. Um,
3: it's a blue emote. <laughs> I think I, at one point I found in the tower a uh, like caution wet um, sign. <laughs> I had some time come over and I just did yeah. that slippery thing. I did, and I fell did capture that. Next to the sign.
0: I did capture that. I'll tell you what happened to me is you know, the ice skating spinning one? where it goes into the spin I um I spawned into Europa you know how you spawn right in there and get on your sparrow and go over to Varex or zoom off wherever you need to go um I s- spawned in and there were two people just spinning there and I happened to have the emote on me and I I started up with them too so there's three of us and then somebody else spawned in, looked at us, did did an off emote, and then took off. And then the next person who spawned in joined us. So we had four. And we were just waiting. And so we went through a few more people spawning in. Then a fifth person joined us with it. So we had five people right in that spawn-in point on Europa in front of Variks' shack doing the spin emote. It was so cool. <laughs> it was so awesome.
3: And it was very
0: cool.
3: Yeah. Um, I live for those moments. Those are so
0: fun. Yeah. Yeah. Moving right along. 30th anniversary. Uh, I'll be honest with you. I have not done much (laughs) with the 30th anniversary. Sallybug, I know you obtained the Forerunner. You went in and did some Dares of Eternity. To obtain the Forerunner the other day,
3: I did. I think it, it was yesterday. We had the snow day,
0: right? And right. I was like,
3: you know what? <clears throat> Excuse me, Dawning's over. Um, I just want to get on and and play. And you and I did that final um, Shattered Realm. We hadn't. Um,
0: oh, that's or, right. There
3: were some triumphs from that right. Shattered Debris Realm. Debris of dreams
0: debris of dreams because
3: it's we did on a rotation
0: sure and we did it on legend too we did the legendary yeah, version with
3: just the two of us yeah we <laughs> so did pretty so good
0: sad. it was fun i like yeah. the little I mean, it was we're perfect finally challenge
3: powerful enough like because we're like
0: right you know we're like make, 20 above the, the recommended power level so
3: yeah. right um
0: you did do a lot I mean, of just
3: kind of jumping the, to I your death i had that. the had the destiny bug, I just kind of wanted to keep on playing, so I thought, you know what i um, I think we were on we we rated
0: oh yeah, we did vault was it,
1: it was last weekend it was our first time doing vault of glass
0: first I mean, time destiny for Hero. you and, yeah. Stego. and um yeah, and
3: Since I think
1: destiny it went. was it was ghost
3: it was talking about ghost and and um Death Knight. We're talking about Forerunner, and I was like, you know, I'm so close. I'm just gonna go. I mean, i at least gotten started on that Forerunner, so I wanted to finish it. I, I you know, the thing about these, um, <clears throat> these weapons that are kind of like a nod to previous games from Bungie. Like, I just don't. I don't have that same. Cause I know. I. I only dabbled in Halo just a very tiny bit with you school time. Mm-hmm. You and I did a side by side campaign for a little bit. We didn't finish it or anything. We, we got should, maybe what, we should halfway do, We should
0: do the Halos, at least the Master, yeah, Chief, collection. Wise, yeah. Yeah. The Master
3: it. Chief collection. It's yeah, it's worth it. Master Chief collection, yeah. Um, but I didn't have that same feeling of like, oh, okay, this is that gun. <clears throat> but i still had a lot of fun with it i got mm-hmm. the forerunner i was like wow this is a fun gun and i'm just like went in and um did several rounds of Daresy of eternity to um just to give it a to give it a go and get my sidearm my banshee sidearm bounty so
0: were you ever able fun. to make it make that jump up into the upper section you like, I get there.
3: it. I get it most of the time. Actually, it's oh. just sometimes I'm impatient, or the person behind me bumps me into it <laughs> too fast. But I mean, it's it's all kind of been fun. I do have to say, for Dares of Eternity, um, most of the games that I played, people were like really respectful. Right? They were just like, well, okay, not everybody was able to get to that top part, and they just waited. They they didn't start the yeah, next I have, round.
1: I, yeah, I have a lot of people waiting. They just wait till everybody's there. So I, I find I'm usually that usually the just, last one there. So yeah,
2: I know. Me, anyway. me too. Right, just me getting too.
3: just getting bumped around and stuff like that. So um, I was really uh, pleased with that. I feel like people were were just like, and, and of course that that brings up the the I guess. It was tweeted out something about the way the new the way new lights going in dares of eternity because of the way it um, match makes is that is that right soul time? I'm not match exactly sure what how eternity. you get the
0: emblem. I, I don't know if you have to just play dares of eternity, but I think you actually have to purposely lower your light level by pulling some because stuff it's out of the matching you collection. with people
3: who are in the similar light level as you.
0: Right, like cuz
3: so they're having you put on like just just put on some of your 1200 stuff or your 1100 stuff.
0: Right, I think there's some stuff you can get out of collections that's low light enough to get right. matched with those folks. I think you but I'm I think not sure. Way to do it. I'm not sure. I don't
3: know. I just found it very sweet, like, how respectful everybody was, and they just waited till everybody got there. Occasionally, you would get one where people would just be, like, you'd get pulled through, or or they'd be impatient and start it. But most of the time, everybody just kind of stayed around and emoted and danced or whatnot until everybody got through those little obstacle courses.
0: Right. Um Stego, Romance Girl, have you guys delved into Dares of Eternity?
2: Oh, yes. We haven't got the um, that new emblem yet. We haven't done any new light saving, but we got the Forerunner. Nice. And,
0: I need to do that. And
2: uh, no, it's a fantastic weapon. Um, it's a lot of fun. Super fun. fun. It'll no, probably get you- nerfed soon.
3: I don't think <laughs> you can get you the, like the catalyst, you have to get to a certain level with Zer, right? Mm-hmm. Or is it with the Star Horse?
2: Mm. It's definitely one of those two.
3: <laughs> it's one of those two.
1: I, think I don't think Zur. the
3: Star Horse can rank up, so I think
1: it's yeah. Zer. Has um anybody enjoyed the sweaty confetti weapon mod? <laughs> Because I have, I I like laugh every time with the sound effect that it makes.
0: uh, I gotta try it out. (laughs) i haven't done it yet
1: especially (laughs) now that i have a headset daniel can attest that i was just sitting there playing and just like laughing every time (laughs) i'd get a precision hit
3: oh my gosh that sounds like so much fun no i'm gonna have to i have not done that i have not put the sweaty confetti on and i know that's also that's a nod to the birthday party right the something birthday party in halo
0: yes yeah, They used to have skulls that you could find. And I believe there's those skulls lying around.
1: Yeah, I found well. one. And I was yeah. like, what is, I found one the first day we signed in. And I was like, what is this? And I finally just like picked it up. And then I tried bringing Daniel back to the same spot, but it wasn't there anymore. And yeah. it like freaked yeah. me out. And I was like, did I go crazy? Wasn't yeah. it, What? <laughs> <laughs> what happened?
0: Yeah. Yeah. that's funny um evidently they're it's instance dependent so like if you're the first one in the instance they're gonna be there unless somebody else- comes along and takes them so yeah it's they're supposedly there like for an instance and then yeah it's weird that's what I read anyway Cause I was so I was the same way I was confused like what happened where'd it go what do you do with it um, has anybody opened up any of the treasure chests in Zer's hangout treasure trove
1: yeah I have collected some of the ornaments mm-hmm. and that's how you get the you get some more sweaty confetti because they're they're a one time use mod. So right. you're right. going to want to stock up okay.
3: on them. I think I've got like 5 of them. I'm, I'm holding on to them, but mm. um uh, what was I going to say? I I think I ha- I ha- I'm hoarding stuff cuz I'm not quite sure what to to open yet or how many keys or whatever the currency is I, I need to have on me, but
1: most um, of the chests are just like a one time open right right like so you just unlock it and it's except, for except for
3: the ornament. right the the, it, the two that the one that's right on the same platform is zero yeah. you can open anytime
1: but, it, but it'll tell you what it's gonna give you so you can just right. make a decision and go for it
3: and, and I don't I don't I'm a one character person anyway so it's not like I need to grind I mean you might as
1: well collect two. all of the ornaments though
3: that's true that's true you
1: never know
2: you just gotta you level know. up with uh server is all
3: right i i'm think i'm at five right now with him so
0: well uh, need to do some more dares yeah before I, we move I on we should in.
3: talk about we we dabbled in the fact that you guys did your first vault of glass
0: right that was fun
2: yeah that was a
0: lot was of super
1: fun. fun and we we got yeah,
3: through hopefully it. we can like, do
0: it again this week maybe and, uh, tomorrow i'm hoping yeah we can... we're thinking maybe
1: tomorrow <laughs> we got it we we were mostly carried um as per usual <laughs> right right but uh yeah we we got it first or second try on each encounter pretty Probably much our best raid since garden of salvation
0: yeah i would say so
1: <laughs> we didn't get caught up on atheon um though we it definitely took the most tries at the very end but we didn't get caught up on it like we usually do with the final boss we're a little bit cursed as a group <laughs> right <laughs>
3: Where yeah we
2: get oh, especially the with the final that communication. Boss,
1: and then we can't
2: can't do the when final communication boss. is like a major component that can be a very sticky uh portion for us but we nailed it um and it was super nostalgic uh for our our listeners um we have long-time Destiny nuts, and we used to do Vogue back in the day. Yeah, and, uh, and
3: um, they we did kind of cheese the at one encounter. They the...
2: the the listeners don't have whatever, to know about that. whatever,
1: whatever.
3: <laughs> they don't need to hear that. It's not
1: a Destiny raid without a cheese. <laughs>
3: That's true. What's and both a blast without a cheese? Right.
1: We uh, don't. We're not trying to prove anything to anybody. Hey, I was
3: proud at the fact that it only took me two times to jump across that gap.
1: Find the gap. Find the gap. I don't know which gap you're talking about. but The,
3: it, probably, the yeah. jumping, it, it's, it's not really a jumping puzzle, really, but the it's part where you have to jump across that big like gap.
1: Floating pa- the pat flo- the floating, they like disappearing platforms? Yeah,
3: the disappearing, uh, yeah.
2: yeah. Yeah, I
1: climbed across first try.
3: It took me twice. I did dive the first time jump, but got it. That one on I the cheesed, second. I
2: thunder crashed across.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's not a cheese if the mechanics are in the game ready for That's you. True. It. Is it like less like wish? Like your uh, chance goes up the more you do it?
3: I don't know. No. And maybe. I th- and I, I'm kind of a, yeah. a group.
2: I- Go ahead.
1: I was surprised it didn't get uh, nominated for Best Ongoing Game because I think what they're doing with the storytelling with the seasons is, pro- is pretty groundbreaking in the world of video games. It's, it's just like this. It's like primetime, but for a video game. Yeah, yeah. It's a good model. It's just like to...
3: Yeah. A the seasonal model and the seasonal happened. way of getting that story out it's just been, you know, when it, ever since they kind of went to the, they had like the helm be that hub, and you got your story from like se- almost like several different sources. You get it from the central that central hub, and you could either see um, characters interacting with each other, but you also had it through either text, and then the sepia storytelling, the sepia story. Um. Movies and it's just the whole thing, like the story alone. And I'm I'm just a fan of like this seasonal model. Um, we were listening to a podcast earlier, and they were kind of talking. And of course, this time around, this per, this certain season, it's a 6 month season as opposed to a 3 month season so it's been kind of doubled and so that last the last part of the story we're all kind of like hanging on we haven't gotten that yet and um there there's a little bit of a a complaint of there being that much of a gap
1: in that story. Oh my gosh. Oh there's been a complaint thing, about any but... gap in destiny since it launched.
3: Well, I and mean, what I was saying is like, you know, if right, see, I mean this is nothing compared to like like yeah, and the and the disjointedness of the and and they were talking a little bit of it, it's like no, I feel like this has been the most cohesive and even though each one of these seasons has kind of like tackled a different area of the Destiny universe, they've all been somewhat cohesive. And you know, between the um, the Keitel storyline and the Elixney storyline, and this storyline, and with crow and that started even before that in um season of the chosen of course course this is all tied to her and we we've been saying that (laughs) forever but i just i and i just think like because they're doing so much more in terms of, and then when you're doing different activities there's the dialogue that happens within that activity, and so you get you're getting story from just doing the activities,
1: right? I like think, a, yeah, I think, they especially unlocked, the seasonal uh,
3: activities. With, uh,
1: how because of how expensive cutscenes are, I think that they unlocked something a uh, good compromise with the use of voiceover and audio because, right. um, absolutely. I mean, podcasts are very popular as well we're just uh and audiobooks we are just as people ready to absorb stories through audio and talking and listening so it was a very smart direction i think and a very smart use of resources to go the route of audio storytelling
3: absolutely i agree I'm still like I mean it's been like what it's been it's been like two or three weeks now that we've had them and I'm still like amazed at how fast it is but also how beautiful it is right you get on Valhalla and it's just like I'm just like in awe just watching you play because how beautiful the game is. And the same with Destiny. It's just a gorgeous game and you can just see so much more of that detail. But um, yeah, kind of just what I was I again alluded to it earlier is just um, enjoying that stasis build with the um, double stasis weapons in addition to the stasis subclass and using the... Stasis well build that um, Stego taught us about. Um, also playing around with the Forerunner when I got it, enjoying Galley, enjoying the Galahorn, having fun with that. Um, and then dabbling a little bit with these new weapons, the 30th anniversary weapons that are dropping. And again, like for me, they're they're brand new. I haven't had any experience with them from any previous game, but still really enjoying them and just kind of having fun with the different stuff that's dropping.
1: Oh man. I can't even remember. Uh, I did enjoy Zephyr, the stasis sword for a while. Still enjoying Telesto. Oh yeah. I'm obsessed with Telesto. I can't take
2: it off. It really is. Oh, and for our, our um, anybody who hasn't heard yet, um, for perks on swords, such as cold steel that say powered sword hits, that doesn't mean a power attack with the right trigger. That means you just have to have... No, it just means you have to have ammo.
1: Yeah, we found out about that. I saw, I think, um, I can't remember who clarified this on Twitter, but I was like... That like um, we saw the review of Zephyr, I think from Astacross, and he was saying that you know it does apply even with without the powered kill or the right trigger kill. I mean, or um, hit, it does apply the slow effect even with the melee. Oops, and yeah. Yeah, and, then, and he, was, well, he was saying, I don't know if this was by design or an accident, but I really hope it was by design. And then there was a confirmation that anything that says powered uh, sword, you know, just means that you're not, you know, when you run out of ammo and you can still kind of hit them with the hilt, that wouldn't count. Right. That's the only thing that wouldn't count. But as long as you have ammo in your sword, that counts as a powered uh kill so
3: yeah you patiently just have to hit them.
1: yeah so you don't have to do the full right trigger attack right right exactly to get the stasis slow you can just go through and slice them the little slices and that's a good way to save ammo so i do love running up to those big guys and just doing a big right trigger on them and then they just instantly crack like an icicle yeah
2: Repeated hits will, repeated, like, freeze Repeated,
1: them. so I think, like, the right trigger attack immediately freezes. But if you do, like, two or three small attacks, it counts as stacks of slow, and so that will also freeze.
2: And if you can keep freezing them, then they'll...
1: And then yeah. for another um, another example, for Tireless Blade, it says, sword ammo granted for every other powered sword kill. So that just means any other kill with the sword as long as it has ammo in it.
2: So if you're just slicing through um fields of red ads it really will be a tireless for play. Every
1: other powered sword. Kill. Power
3: yeah. Oh. Wow. Or powered kill. Yep.
1: Powered kill so yeah, powered kill just means kill with ammo. Good tip. Well, I
3: did. I well, and I did. I started doing that thing where um, Fallout had suggested just deleting your um going to your exotics that are still at eleven hundred because you can just pull them out of your get them out of collections yeah, at the I same also, level I all, I,
1: yeah any as soon as they introduce collections i deleted every exotic and every season i delete any exotic that doesn't have a masterwork attached to it
3: right and it's, i <laughs> right and and that's kind of where i am Is like catalyst, a, like um, even whether i a have tracker. the catalyst or not i was like look if i haven't pulled it out and touched it now am i really going to in the next month and i can just get it back out because well, Even unless if you you're have the attached
1: game. to your kill tracker, is what I'm saying. Like if I don't want to, like my Prometheus oh, lens has over three thousand kills. It's just kind of fun to keep that right. tally. That's
3: true. That's true. But at Thank any you. rate, yeah. So I, I mean, I started that, but then I just like it's like, yeah, I don't want to spend a whole lot of time just sitting here pushing an X button. I want to play the game. <laughs> <laughs> so I got to 489, and then trial. went back to just went back to playing. <laughs> gosh
2: one of these days oh. Bungie will allow through the api or whatever for us to dismantle through dim and there will be much rejoicing
1: no that's too no there would be so much accidental dismantling also <laughs> they need to
3: just make the but like they have so many things why don't they just we need no, to yeah, the Vault. eternal
1: the eternal loot cycle is something. It'll be interesting yep. to see how build crafting interacts with vault space. Right. Like the the weapon crafting.
3: Exactly. It yeah, it'll be interesting to see what they're going to do with that for sure.
0: All um, right. Stego, cool. did we you should... have before we move on to our special segment tonight, did you have a a loadout or anything you've been using?
2: Oh, I just wanted to say for the raid, I brought in um a bow, null composure, and galley. Uh, I was using the accrued redemption, which was another, it's a raid weapon from another raid. Also vex themed.
0: Mm-hmm. Nice. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm. Um, to take care of those uh, pesky overload champions. I yeah. have one with explosive head, so it really gets them after like one, one tag, which nice. is nice. <gasps> that <sighs> is yeah. nice. And then yeah. you gotta I'd use be- a, a fusion rifle with a particle deconstruction this season
3: explosive head it's bow i think mine is also in a crude redemption i'm not sure but um man it's like that's my go to bow
0: great for just, ad clearing
3: it's and it, it's just it's so satisfying it's more it's Which almost one? more satisfying than dragonfly explosive head
1: Oh, explosive head on a
0: bow, oh, bow. yeah
1: mm
0: mm-hmm. yeah, i've got some re- i really like bows I'll be honest with you.
1: Yeah, was, they did those right. Uh, I was using Whispering Slab. It's
0: a good one. I've it's had a good, fun with just,
1: this. Mm-hmm. It's That's just a, a solid solid pairing with my Telesto.
2: Yeah. I just oh, can you Go ahead. Uh just remember equipping the no turning back in the um the Forsaken campaign when they gave you your first blow.
0: Yeah. yeah. And then you started
2: getting random rolled weapons after that. That's
0: mm-hmm. just. Yeah. I took. Nothing um, like it. I took it. I dusted off uh, Leviathan's Breath. Again, for that uh, Debris of Dreams run we did, Sallybug. Mm hmm. Fantastic. A wonderful heavy weapon, heavy bow. Yeah. Leviathan's Breath. If you need Void. And yeah, that is a good one. You 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 get that precision explosion going on. The enemies start running away from you. That's great. All right. Uh, are we ready for our special segment this evening?
2: Yep. I think so.
0: All right. Let's cue it up. The Paracasual Destiny Podcast presents... A Touch of Grimoire. With your host, Sally Bug. Sally Bug, what do you have for us this segment?
3: Well, we've alluded to it several times. Um, I thought we would take on the lore of the Forerunner. Hoping again that Daniel would read that for us and then we can discuss it.
0: Yeah let's do that sounds like a word worthwhile... for
2: a new chapter for an old legend Banshee 44 considered the relic on his workbench and the questions on his mind One stood out above the rest who were you meant for the form of the weapon suggested an oversized sidearm a secondary weapon for a giant's hands the function presented more so as an anti-material rifle. Looks to be a 12.7 millimeter. Looks like they were making a hand cannon, but didn't know it yet. Banshee wondered further about the warrior who could wield such a thing. His attention drifted momentarily, drawn by Shax's voice booming nearby. Ah, oh, yeah, a titan maybe, and a big one too. The weapon was laced with fractures from a life of fire and a sleep of ice, and perhaps other more exotic stresses. Banshee wished he could have heard the relic's voice, but he knew from earlier examination that it had fired its last round. What a last round it must have been. The Guardian who brought it to him might be willing to try a shot, untroubled by the risk of a rapid, unplanned dismantle, but Banshee knew it wouldn't last through a single magazine. Beside the relic lay a stripped down breech light. He would adapt it for a larger round. Custom casings and handguard, sensorium link scope, and he had other ideas to try as well. It would be an homage, an offering to the creators of the original relic, a legacy. With that satisfying thought in mind, the gunsmith went to work.
3: So there you have it. The history of this gun um, is that it is modeled very much. If you can, if you're watching this live um, on YouTube or watching it and listening through YouTube, the it is modeled after the Magnum or. More specifically, the M6D Magnum from the Halo stories, and um, that story—I uh, guess that gun is um, throughout the Halo series. But there's one notable story where Captain Jacob Keyes offers. His M6D to John 117, who is Master Chief, to use to evacuate Cortana from the U.S. UNSC Pillar of Autumn, which he then went on to utilize on the surface of the ring. So he's given that gun. To um take on, and so it's kind of hard to say for me whether or not, um, and and I'd like your guys' opinion too on whether or not, um, is Banshee alluding to m- maybe Master Chief, um, you know, because they're not worlds that they're not shared worlds, right? But they are, um. I don't know. You know they're de- they're definitely from the same company. So are they alluding to that, that potentially there's a there's a crossover of those two worlds? I
1: think you, you could call it a paraverse. Yeah. Ooh, I like
0: that. I was going to say the word is, parallel. I'm, I'm
1: using, I think I'm using Bungie's um, terminology here. I'm pretty sure with Star her, Star Wars and the mm-hmm. Dares of Eternity, they were they refer they refer to it as like like um, Paraverse. which makes which would make sense,
3: right? Right. So, um, but the one other thing, there's a couple of things here is that. Um, it's interesting that the latest armor set from Iron Banner also has that word forerunner in it. Um, And I read through all of those stories and all of them are from Saladin, from Saladin's point of view, he, him remembering um, parts of his past. And, um, I, I I was trying to find some kind of connection, except for the fact you know Saladin is a Titan, um, and you can say that the um John one seventeen Master Chief if he was close that he's this Spartan right, which is the same as a Titan you know in the same vein as, as the Destiny Titan, um but I couldn't really find a direct connection between the two but it's interesting to me how they both have that forerunner um
1: now le- do you think this is too literal could it just be s- saying that uh, Halo and Master Chief were forerunners to Destiny <laughs>
3: yeah i mean they very well could be it could be but it,
1: it's I know just I'm taking this on a very like literal non-meta level or maybe overly meta i don't know right i
3: i was just really i was interested in whether or not all of the forerunner lore and all the stuff from saladin from the iron banner um gear the latest gear that dropped
1: Mm -hmm. it has
3: that forerunner name in it so it was just isn't there
1: and there's a forerunner title right
2: is or am i making yeah that's the one i use from season of arrivals
0: what yeah there's a forerunner title the
1: issue it's a title but yeah that could just be they're overusing a cool word
3: yeah, maybe. For yeah. cool
1: <laughs> time.
3: Well, they or, came up with forerunner before, like even obviously that came from the Halo
0: universe. So, well, who are the forerunners forerunner. in Destiny Two?
3: Two things I did want to point out before we move on. I know this has been kind of a um, a, a bit of a short touch of grimoire so i'm going to make it a little little lengthier in that the one thing that i could find that it's not necessarily connected to the forerunner lore itself but in that um... grimoire that daniel the story that daniel just read Greenstego green Stego just read he says he's going to use a breech light to um... A, a breach light model to try to, um, piece this forerunner back together. And in that lore, let's see if I can find it. Cause I had it open a minute ago. There it is. Um, in that lore, he, he says, um, Oh, and the other thing is, is that that breach light, um, the breach light lore um, from De- the Destiny lore is spelled with an A breach spelled B R E A C H. Although um, the one in the lore that Daniel just read it's spelled B R E E C H. So I don't know if that makes a difference. In my mind, I thought that was just a bit of an oversight because I think he Error? is talking about breach light sidelong.
0: Bungie breach makes no light. mistakes.
1: Yeah, I, think, I think it might be Banshee making that mistake. <laughs> yeah,
3: maybe it's Banshee. Yeah. yeah. But Quite anyway, possible. and this is just a short lore, so I'm going to read it. It's been melted and reforged many times. I find it odd, the cycle we are in. I, this is St. 14 talking, by the way. Why aren't the you cycle using the we accent? are in. <laughs> I have died, another <laughs> Titan. I have died many times, reborn anew, the fight pulsing through my veins. The vexed with their mind shared must also know the sensation, fighting to die, dying to fight, over and over. I wonder what they know that I do not. Do their calculations ever have them victorious in their pursuit? We share this perpetual sequ- sequence in our encounters, yet there is no common ground outside of our mutual bloodlust. I die again, the anger rises. I fight back harder, wiping out the entire squadron of their patrolling units. More arrive, I die again ready for my resurrection. The reason I bring that up is interesting enough, I, I, it's not quite the same, but in the Iron Forerunner helmet by the way, the lore is the same for whatever subclass you are. So the helmet, the hood, um, the mask... It's all the same. And Saladin is remembering when he first um, becomes a guardian. And he's talking about, he says he, Saladin remembers deaths three through 65, but does not dwell on them. And so instead, he regrets the thousands of hours of sleep. Lost to nightmares and how much vibrant his recollection of that period in his life compared to his noble centuries spent as an iron lord. Saladin remembers the day he stops counting deaths. Something about you is different, Yolder had said and put her hand on his. Saladin remembers all of this and more when he looks at Crow. Then he goes on to Crow because every story kind of like he relates his experiences to what Crow's going through now. Um, but I found that those two, for me at least, I felt like they were, um, they evoked kind of that same um, thought process and that is a guardian reflecting on this rhythm that guardians are in, that they have this, um, they die and that they're resurrected. Um, and St. 14 is talking about the same thing, dying and resurrecting. Um, I don't think there's necessarily any, like, intentional connection there, but I found it to be an interesting connection.
1: Yeah, That's... this is a, a little unrelated, a little bit of a tangent, but I find it interesting that we see in the Breachlight Light lore that St. 14 is feeling some empathy almost towards the vex yeah and we see him later turn that same empathetic eye to the elixony
0: he's he's a good man (laughs) (laughs)
3: it is just it. it is all interesting too right here we're talking about like every um banshee had said maybe a titan um Wielded that weapon, and because he heard Shax's voice, and that's what kind of brought it up. And then, of course, the forerunner, um, all of the forerunner armor. But ha- saying, has,
1: you think Saladin is Master Chief?
3: I do not think Saladin. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's no. what I heard. That's, that's what that's I heard. What too. I heard. <laughs> it's like a whole, that's all like a whole nother level. <laughs> Well, in a parallel universe, maybe
2: (laughs) just that in this, this same, uh, paraversal event that is drawing the weapons of these paraverses into the destiny universe. Uh, there's like a rip through space time and master chief was pulled through as well, but back in time. And that was Saladin. And then when he was reborn with the light, he lost his memory. Obviously
3: obviously
0: Yeah, other than the fact that they're both named John. I mean, it's John Saladin and then, you know, Master Chief. And John Chief.
1: Master Chief. John
3: well, other
0: than that, I don't think there's any connection.
1: <laughs> you got a good start for a fanfic, though, Green Stego. Yeah. <laughs>
3: yeah, you sure do. Yeah, I'll
0: read it. Yeah, I can see the comic. That's great. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. All right. Excellent, excellent lore. I I have to get that forerunner now. Um and I need to go back and play Halo. I mean, uh, it's been too long. I need to check yeah, it out. Yeah, we want
1: to we want to do the Master Chief collection and that's, Halo open it looks like a lot of fun the campaign.
0: Um when Funny Bone was was here, or take the money and run, I should say, was was still around. He had that Master Chief collection, and I got about three quarters of the way through the first Halo play again, just to revisit it. Um, so that's where I left off. Probably pick up from there and and do um, Halo Two again and Halo Three. Just do them all again
1: because we just have people. so much time on our hands to be able
3: to do I know.
0: that yeah
2: <laughs> just gonna add some more games to the queue yeah. no Listen. big deal people people are talking about this um this excessively long period that this season is lasting and yet here we are we still have more 30th anniversary stuff to do well and we're
0: casual players I, yeah
2: Right. I think the person who was player in mind. I still have more right. Shattered
1: Realm I want to do. I like you yeah. guys. I wanna I wanna jump in and just try out get more secrets. But, I mean, the, the person that's, who that's was going complaining away it was a content yeah.
3: creator who like does this game for a living, right? So, yeah. of course, like they'd probably just chomping at no, the bit I, for the next I, piece.
1: I, yeah, right? I don't, that's just
3: the way it always is with with those. So.
1: And it's not just uh, for Bungie. I feel like a lot of developers are under a lot of pressure to just keep delivering. Yeah, yeah. I personally, Unhealthy. I, just, I like games to... out there though. I'm enjoying right. playing some other games. Me too. I, Me too. And I like
3: this. I honestly, I like that. The only thing I would say is, like, hey, make the seasons a little bit longer. But instead of like giving a, giving Use something every week, like part of the story beat every week. Why don't you make it every two weeks? Mm. You know? Uh-huh. So,
1: but well, you know, I, was, I know that I that's just that's like coming from a casual
3: perspective where sometimes it's just hard for me to get on every week.
1: Yeah, but they have—they always have time at the end of the season to catch up. I know this is excessive right. time, but they usually yeah. do have a grace period, right. and you can catch up at any pace once it's already aired, it so to speak.
3: It would be interesting to see whether or not, like, with this, um, with this extended amount of time between the story and whatever the epilogue is going to be, whatever the final beat of this story is going to be, whether they're going to do some kind of recap or something
0: if they don't just you've to got my mind
3: what's going on
0: Mylan did yeah. a weekly recap up to, all the way through seven
1: i was gonna say there are it's just like you know maybe it, i find destiny to not be tolerable without something like destiny item manager you kind of have right. to have the same approach with lore like yeah. yes it will be overwhelming to go in by yourself and try to catch up to all of the lore that's happened in the game you have to sometimes look for third-party content creators yeah there's and there's some great ones out there so evade's been my favorite recently and shout out to ishtar collective
0: great resources yeah
3: they are they're amazing resources well
0: we're kind of running a a a bit over time here so i'm thinking maybe a short
3: waited so long what's that It's because there was so much time between our last one.
0: That's true too. Yeah, yeah. Um, Catching up, but let's do our uh, our non Destiny media consumption and then and then wrap it up. Um, So, here we go. Non Destiny media consumption. Non Destiny media consumption. What have you been consuming outside the realm of Destiny for the past month? <laughs> yeah we could be, be, be here quick. another hour easily right
3: <laughs> yeah i'll be super quick I also got a switch <laughs> it's like the, the christmas of consoles yeah three consoles <laughs> oh my so, God. i also got a switch for we got a switch for um for christmas and it came in a you know, like a, a pack that came with Pokemon Brilliant Diamond I've actually never played one of those types of Pokemon games before I remember my kids playing them on their on their Game Boys but I myself have never played one so it's been kind of fun playing that so I kind of got sucked in um, and so I d- played a lot of that and watched a lot of Christmas movies and that's about it for me
0: Stego? Uh,
2: I have started playing on Xbox Game Pass a game called Slay the Spire which is a card based RPG type of deal. Um, It's a lot of fun. Um, We just finished watching The Witcher Season 2 and um, including a bunch of uh, we, we watched some Christmas stuff, uh, but we also recently watched like um, Vivo and Encanto.
0: Nice, Vivo and Encanto. Mm-hmm. Highly recommend.
2: Uh,
1: to uh, animated. Movies, uh, both featuring the songs of Lin Manuel Miranda, oddly enough. Oh, nice. Um, (laughs) One is (laughs) Vivo is on Netflix, and Canto is the latest Disney feature, so that's on Disney Plus.
0: Okay. Wow, lots to unpack there, and I do definitely. uh, Sally, bug. Witcher season two, is in our cards. Yeah, it
3: is. We we need to watch
1: Uh, it. for the new year, watched Lord of the Rings, the trilogy, movie trilogy. It nice. um, was great what to revisit
0: it? those wow, movies. That's awesome. Yeah. It, that's was awesome. A,
1: it, it is so good. Always good. And then for video games, um, we started the original Paper Mario
0: on nice. the Nintendo
1: Switch. Uh, I've never played any of Paper Mario games, so that's been fun. Nice. And I also played A Short Hike on the Nintendo Switch, but I believe it's on all platforms. And that is a short little game. Uh, I did it in two sessions, could easily be done in one. It's um, just fantastic. It is just universally acclaimed, I believe. Just has great reviews. And just if you have, like... A, a few hours I recommend that to anyone who wants to give it a go you play um, you, you play as someone doing a hike and there's a gliding mechanic so you're a bird and you can just glide all over this mountain
0: oh That's cool fine. yeah I like stuff like that yeah me too open world um, this is a, my own personal thing I stayed up really late one night I actually got this is what got me on a really terrible sleeping schedule over the holiday break uh, and watched The Irishman, uh, which is uh, the Scorsese film uh, on Netflix. And uh, yeah, it was great. You know, it's to w- what you would expect. Uh, it's
1: uh, four hours.
0: Yeah, it was really it's long. A long one, right? I watched it in one I mean, sitting.
1: I, I, I can't say anything because we watched the extended editions of all three of the Rings. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, it's just eye candy, though. That
3: is yeah. so good.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah. I I Irishman is a is um is classic Scorsese.
0: It is, and I thought it was. I thought he incorporated some Tarantino in it a little bit too. I noticed that he was going that way a little bit with it as well and I'm sure Tarantino was originally inspired by Scorsese <laughs> right you they know Full
1: Circle. Yeah,
3: it was, was nice kind of cool
0: to see see <laughs> them batting back and forth with some style the way they do it but uh, yeah uh, highly recommended if you're a fan for sure of that sort of thing and um, I think that's going to wrap it up for episode 47 of our podcast here unless anybody else has a last word they would like to get in
2: happy new year guardians yeah happy new year it
0: is a happy new, new year. year 2022 and it's going to be the best year ever would be my <laughs> guess if i had to venture a guess Well maybe at
3: least better than the last two <laughs> yeah i don't know comparatively
0: Ah, they're all good years. It's just perspective, I guess. That's true. Sometimes challenge is good. Sometimes it's bad. A mixture of the two, just like life. So um, best of times, worst of times. That sort yep. of thing, exactly. Uh, so thanks to everybody for tuning into this episode. Uh, again, we're live every other Saturday evening, eight p.m. Eastern time here in the U.S. Or you can listen to the archived audio anywhere you get your podcasts. Like and subscribe to the Paracasual Destiny podcast on YouTube. And follow us on Twitter at ParacasualP. So, until next time, two weeks from tonight, it's goodbye from all of us here at the Paracasual Destiny podcast. Goodbye, everyone.
1: Bye. Bye.